Hey everyone, thank you for choosing to spend time out of your day to listen to today's episode. I'm your host, Zachary Aird, and let's get this playing. To talk about a question that we all ponder, and that is, what is the meaning of life? We can also go into why love is important, and the art of letting go to live. So what is the meaning of this life? Is it to find religion? Is it to find joy and happiness? Is it to be the best we can be in work, sports, or family? What is the point of life? So I have Anina Angie, and she was a pastor for the Salvation for the Salvation Army for many years. And we used to always go to her church as a family, as a whole family. And before she would preach, or anytime she would preach, she would always tell uh, whoever was in the audience to take their own notes, do what do what you can to find God, but always take your own notes because you don't know who is preaching and you don't know what the person is trying to teach. So by taking your notes, you can take it home. You could do it right there and just know what the person who is preaching is talking about. So what I'm trying to say is don't take everything for what I say for word. Don't believe everything I say. I mean, listen to me, but don't believe everything I say and don't take everything that I say into account. Always try to be on your own side and always try to learn for yourself. The first topic we are going to talk about is who are you? And I'm serious when I talk about uh, asking someone who are you because... When someone asks, hey, who are you? You usually answer, oh, I'm, I'm Zachary Aird, or I'm a basketball player, or I'm a brother, I'm a, I'm a nephew. Certain words like that are only the roles you play in this, in this world. So really, we have to dig down and dig deep on who really are you. So for example, if I, someone asks me, who are you, Zach? And I say, I'm a plumber. Well, am I really a plumber? if someone fires me. So that's not the role I'm playing in my life anymore. So we shouldn't be saying who we are is not what we do in life, but what we can achieve and who we can change in the world. So everyone, whether you like it or not, was put on earth for a reason. And that reason is something you have to go through your metamorphosis and find yourself. So when you think of who you are as a person, do you think you as yourself as kind? Judgmental, mean, happy? If someone asks you, who are you? What is the first thing that comes to your mind? Do you start to think negative thoughts? Do you start to think positive thoughts? You have to find what your body is thinking. And through this is why I have explained in other episodes of meditation. And for myself, for example, through meditation, I almost, not almost, I technically found who I was as a person through sitting down in silence and sitting down as a person in the dark, listening to my thoughts and listening to what my body is trying to tell me. Is my body feeling okay? Am I proud of myself? Am I not proud of myself? Those are the thoughts that are going to go in through your head through, through a meditation. And through meditation, you can find in a sense of enlightenment. And like I said in the episode, you can find God through meditation and that he is there and that he is nourishing you. So usually when someone asks you who you are, usually you're you're really three people. And for myself, when someone asks me, it's what people think I am. So people think I'm a basketball player. People think I'm a student athlete. People think I'm a student. Number two can be what I think I am. Oh, I'm the best basketball player. Or I'm the best friend everyone can have. Like, that's what I think I am. And three is what I really am. So that's a really deep question on who we have to find in our life. And this takes years and years and some people just don't find who they really are until it's too late. 
So the last one is what I'm saying is what you really are. And the important is this importance is just to search down and go slowly through your conscious and find who that third person is. Who really are you? And like I said, through sitting down, through breathing, through coming back to the present, you can find who you are. Because when I think who people are, that's or what I think of how people think of who I am, that's usually thinking in the past or the present. I mean, in, sorry, in the past or the future. And what I think I am is past or present or sorry, past or future scenarios. Oh, best basketball, best basketball player because I could shoot. Best possible player because I can dunk. No, that's not who you are. Who you are is who you're changing in the stands. Wow, that guy's a very hard worker. I wonder where he gets that from. Or that guy's a great teammate. I wonder where he gets that from. That's who you really are as a person. Not the ball you dribble. Not the things you do at work. Not the meetings that you're controlling. Those aren't who you are. And what you really are is through the breath, through silence, and how you could sit down. As a person, you have the ability to go see things that not many people get to experience. But in the end, you don't get to experience all those things all at once. But what you do with the experience is what makes life great. And that's why I'm trying to instill in people's mind that if you stay in the present and you stay on the course of the present, you're going to find things that are great in life. If you start to be... If I'm going through my season through basketball and all I'm thinking is the past or the present, man, I used to play, or, oh, I wish I played during those minutes, or that's not going to get anything done. That's only my thoughts trying to achieve what my mind is trying to tell me. But through the present, can I cheer on my teammates? Can I give everyone a high five? Like Those are what's going to make you and your process much easier and your process much happier. So like I was saying, life is endless, meaning you can do anything, you can become anything, I know it's the most corniest line ever that someone could tell you, you know, old man on the street, man, you could become anything you want, but you can, you can, life is endless. You could do anything, you could become anything. So while I'm asking this, um, you could spread happiness, like I was saying through being a good teammate, you could spread this. And so my parents have been watching um, the zombie apocalypse uh, Walking Dead show. And what I noticed through the show is that zombies can't spread their virus unless they bite someone. So I was thinking, man, that's a pretty good uh, parable to what I'm going through. So if I'm a bad teammate, it's going to spread through the team. If I'm a good teammate, it's going to spread that everyone's happy, everyone's joyful, everyone's playing for each other. So like I was saying, so why can't we take that into life? Why can't we be a zombie full of love, full of faith and go bite someone? I mean, not literally, but go bite someone. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, you can change just one person, and who knows, maybe you'll infect them, and they'll spread it, and they'll bite someone. Every adventure that you can make, can you make it a point to stand your ground and be pe- present in all the failures and successes? Think about it. When you fail, and you're, when you fail, you're usually in the present of that moment because you don't like that failure. You know, you miss a game-winning shot. You're in the present. You're not thinking about... The play before that, you're all you're thinking about, man, I should have hit that shot. Man, I had a great look. That's all your present, and that's all your body needs, and that's what your mind wants to think. But then what happens when you have successes, and can you be in the present? Last year, we won the GSEC, and I'm pretty sure we were all excited to win, and we were all in the present just hugging everyone. You know, we were in the present on the way home, on a bus, in the back of the bus, you know, just living it up, and 
it's like times like those you're never going to get back. And if you're not in the present in the moment, you're not going to remember those. So there's a quote that Ferris Bueller um, says, and it's on TikTok, and everyone knows this quote. And it's he says, life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you can miss it. So I try to take this quote. It's a, it's a, like I said, it's a corny quote. But if you take this quote and you actually dive deep on what he's saying, he's basically saying life moves pretty fast. And if you don't stop and look around once in a while, meaning if you don't take in what you're, what you're succeeding, what your failures, you can miss it like that in a blink of an eye. And being an athlete, I know firsthand how fast life goes. You know, playing basketball in high school, those four years flew by. And now playing basketball in college, these four years flew by. Even when COVID was there, it adds another year, but those years fly by. And you hear it through the alumni and through the people who come into the locker room. You know, last year, a couple players from my coach's old teams just come in and tell their life story. And at the end of their life story, each one always says to enjoy what you have. Enjoy the person that's next to you, the locker next to you. Because one day they're not going to be there. One day they're not going to be, you know, you fight for positions, you fight for minutes, you fight for all this on a team. But what you realize is that you're fighting because you love that person. You're fighting for, in a sense, to that you all care about something that's that's so crazy. Like I said, it's basketball. You're putting a ball in a hoop. But that you're fighting all for the same thing. And that you're all meant to be there in that one locker room. You know, I know coach does the scholarships. He does the, we're going to sign this player, we're this player. But if you really think about it, we were all meant to be, we were all meant to be in that one place on a team all together. It's what makes a team a team. That's why no one can break that bond. And that's why it's weird when a new player comes in. It's such, it's such an easy task to just adapt and just be well with the team. So experience like this can teach you a lot of things like good or bad and right or wrong. And it's up to you to find your purpose on who you are. And I just want you to dive deep. Who really are you? Are you kind, judgmental, mean? What are you in this path on life? The next topic that I'm going to talk about is love. And love is one of the most powerful emotions that we have as a human being. It's what God created us with. But it's the least emotion that we use. If you think about it, when's the last time you told someone you love them? Your spouse, your girlfriend, your boyfriend, even brother, sister, your mom, dad, your teammates, your coaches, your coworkers. When really was the last time you loved them? Because that last time you, that last time that you tell them you love them, might be the last time you ever see them. So love is such a strong emotion, and it's one of the emotions that God uses to describe in the Bible that love is everywhere, love is always. So there's two ways that I can go about in this topic of love. And one's going to be through the Bible, through religion. And the second way is going to be through humanity's view. So through love, we see that God created everything in his image and likeness. Whether that was the universe, earth, people, Adam and Eve. Meaning that we should love everything that he created. So we know that God created everything and after he created everything. He needed someone or something to look after his creation. And this is when Adam came in. And after Adam, he saw that Adam wasn't strong enough to love everything as it was, as it, as he saw. So he needed to be, he needed to create a woman who was Eve that can help him and love that what he created. So there's a chapter in the Bible that is special because it's about Jesus telling us what the greatest commandment is. 
And this is chapter Mark 12, 28 through 34. And it says, One of the teachers of the law came and heard them debating, noticing that Jesus had given them a good answer. He asked him, Of all the commandments, which is the most important? The most important one, answered Jesus, is this, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God, God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind and with all your strength. The second greatest commandment is this, Love your neighbor as yourself. There is no commandment greater than these. Well said, teacher, the man replied. You are right in saying that God is one and there is no other but him. To love him with all your heart, with all your understanding, and with all your strength, and to love your neighbor as yourself is more important than all burnt offerings and sacrifices. When Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, You are not far from the kingdom of God. And from then on, no one dared to ask him any more questions. So it's, it's important to, is to see that Jesus told the scribe that it's important that he's not far from the kingdom of God because the scribe or the philosopher only wanted to know what Jesus was teaching rather than live what Jesus was, was teaching. So there's one way, there's one thing to, you know, go out there and tell people the Bible, tell people about God, but if you're not living it, then what point does that make? It's you that are supposed to have the relationship with Jesus. So the scribe's interest was only philosophical, was only in the mind, and was not spiritual, meaning that he wasn't living what Jesus was trying to teach him where they were at. And this great knowledge of God's law alone brings one near and not in the kingdom of God. You can't make it in the kingdom of God if you're not living by God. So this is important because love is everywhere. Love is important in all relationships that we have. Think about it. When you're playing for someone on the court, when you're making a family, when you're creating a family, you're loving that person. It's what God intended us for us to do. It's the greatest emotion that we have. Animals do it. Insects do it. We do it. It's love. Love is everywhere. So now let's go a different route and let's go through the humanities view. And that, like I was saying, everyone on earth was put here through an act of love. And we all know what that word is. I'm not going to say it. So when we go through life as a little child, as we get older, we learn about people that are around us. Whether you know God or not, you start to learn different things and you start to learn, oh, that's how we do it. That's good. That's bad. That's right. That's wrong. And through this, we learn act of love. We start to learn how to be kind, how to be nice, and all the aspects that make a person. Think about it. When you think of a person, usually what we think about subconsciously is how does that person love us? How does that person deal with us? But what we don't know is what's hidden under all that of learning as a little child to adulthood, and that is what is love. And love is seen through every emotion that we portray as a person. When we're mad, it, are we mad because they didn't do what we intended for them to do, and that we love them so much and we just don't want them to be hurt? Love is everywhere. And love is a great emotion that everyone should portray and should try to do. So the thing that gets me about religion and it's the most, it's the biggest pet peeve that I have. And it's always arguing about which religion is right, which religion is wrong, and just people fighting about religion. And I'm here to say that I respect all religions. And there's a great quote that I found, and it's by Ramakrishna. And he said it best after diving into most religions and said, God has made different religions to suit different aspirations, times, and countries. All doctrines are only so many paths, but a path is by no means God himself. So I'm here to tell you, whatever you decide, 
you decide with full focus. If you're going to be a Christian, decide with full focus. And whoever you are, I will see you in eternity. So like I was saying, everyone around you needs love. Get out there and show someone how much you love them. It could be a different type of love. It could be, you know, doing someone's laundry, making someone's bed, you know, cleaning the dishes for someone, throwing out the trash for someone who's unable to or is a little older. You just don't want them walking outside. Like these are all different acts of love. And I think we as people need to show that because it's the emotion that we least have. And we all know through COVID, we all missed family. I know when COVID was going on, it was a hard process to go through because there's family members that I couldn't go see. There's loved ones that I couldn't go see. And through this act of love, it made you miss them. And I'm pretty sure COVID made you bond even closer because now when you're at these family activities and these gatherings, it's like you, you're in the, for me, I'm in the present moment. And I just don't want those things to go. Like family is family. And when you have love, everyone gets love. The last topic that I'm going to discuss is let go of everything and just live. And this is almost saying the art of letting go. And letting go can be the hardest task that someone can go through. And this can be as simple as me throwing a turnover in a game and just letting that go. And can I make can I go on the other side and make another great play? I mean, not a great play, but a play to just get a stop. The art of letting go is such a special piece of art for us because it's where human nature our human nature is just to attach to things and through meditation you can see this it's the easiest to go through a meditation and five seconds in two seconds in you're thinking about things that you shouldn't even think about such as oh did i throw away did i change the clothes in the laundry did i clean that pot pot that i put in the dishwasher oh did i did i lower the thermostat like these are all things that we're thinking and wasting our time on and letting go can be very uncomfortable but if we're comfortable with being uncomfortable then we'll be a greater athlete and a greater person in this world and like i said focus on what's in front of you and by staying in the present if you can focus on what's in front of you at the task at hand then you're going to be a much happier person you're not going to be thinking about the past or the present you're letting go of all those emotions and all the things that you attach to if i'm doing homework put your whole soul and mind into that homework i know you don't want to and i know that's when procrastination comes in and that's a different topic but put your whole present moment into what you're doing. If you're reading a book, if you're studying for a test, if you're playing a sport, if you're talking to a family member, like those are what's going to make your memories and that's what's going to make the end process, the journey, much more special by staying in the present. So we live in a world of external factors, ex- extrinsic rewards. You know, we want the championship rings. We want, you know, the new set of I'm not sure. New set of shoes, new set. You know, I fall victim into that too. But those those extrinsic rewards, external things don't have an option. And we just can't look within. We can't find awareness through that. And you just have to let go of what people are said to you, what you're buying. You know, there's always going to be someone that tells you something, whether it was family members, friends, loved ones. But like I was saying, just because we're humans, we love to attach to these type of feelings. And if you attach to it, it becomes a weight that hangs on to you forever, whether you know it or not. But if you let go, you will start to live. You know, my coach always, my strength coaches used to always say that, you know, your body doesn't know the difference between stresses, whether it's finals week. You know, if you try to go to weights and it's finals week, your numbers are going to be way lower than it is because your body doesn't know the difference between stress. You know, your girlfriend just broke up with you. 
you didn't eat the night before, you're just stressed, your body is changing and your brain and your mind doesn't know the difference between certain stresses. And this is why people can fail, why people can have success. And it's because we attach those and it becomes a weight that hangs on to us. So there's a story about Alexander the Great that I remember learning. And he was a great ruler and he created the largest empire in the ancient world that the ancient world has ever seen. And when he was about to die, he asked for three generals or just generals in general to come and tell so that Alexander can tell them that his three greatest wishes. His very first wish that he told his generals was that the best doctors are going to carry his coffin to the gravesite. And this was to show everyone that not even the best doctors can save him. The second ultimate wish that he wished for was that all the money, all the gold, all the stones, and all the wealth that he ever accumulated will be scattered along the funeral site, the grave site. And this is to show everyone in the ancient world that even after death, that everything that is materialized is going to stay on earth. That everything is going to stay on earth after death. That he's not taking anything with him. And the last wish was that his hands are going to be let loose outside of the coffin for everyone to see. And he told his, his generals, this is because we come into this world empty-handed as a baby and we are leaving it empty-handed as well. And this is just a great story of Alexander the Great showing people to stay in the present and that what you do on this earth is only trying to get you to eternity, whether for me that's heaven. But will an AirPod, will a new AirPod, will a new phone, will a new shoes? Yes, we need certain type of things, but will those get you to eternity? No. So I remember thinking of letting go as a, as a form of a hot potato. If I throw a hot potato at you in your hands, what are you going to do? I hope that you throw it out of your hands. I mean, that's the great, that's a good idea to do. But if you don't throw it off your hands, you're going to hold on. You're going to attach those things. And these are just like our our thoughts and that we don't let go. So the hot potato are your thoughts. And this hot potato is so hot and those thoughts are so mean. You know, those thoughts shouldn't be in your mind. And if you hang on to this, this is what's going to hold on weight and keep you down in life. But if you throw the potato, this is the art of letting go that you're trying to get out of your hands, that you're trying to get out of your brain. And this is what we're supposed to do with our emotions that don't serve us. If the emotion is bad, we shouldn't be diving in on why we're thinking that. It's a body's inclination to tell us that, oh, we should quit right now, that we shouldn't do one more rev, that we shouldn't do that. Like that's our mind softening us, you know, David Goggins quote, like softening us to do that don't serve us but in reality that's just our mind that's not our body and what we all do is hold on to it because we're entitled creatures that make it hard to move forward in life if you hold on to the potato it's just going to be another weight that's there whether someone called you a mean word those are going to keep you in your brain but if we can get past it with awareness we can just let it go with no judgment and no judgment is very hard to do you know there's times where i cut someone off in traffic and they flip me off and it's so easy to just be like, why did that person do it? But you don't know what's going on in other people's, in other people's uh, lives. I remember telling my sister that some people are here just to show you the world and some people are here just to make you an even better person. And this goes with the art of letting go. Can you have an awareness to just let go with no judgment? Can you come to the realization that 
someone might be going through something that you don't know and that they're mad. You know, a teammate yells at you. Is something going on in that teammate's life that you don't know or don't understand on why they're doing that? You have to come to awareness on why someone is saying those type of stuff to you. So what I'm trying to tell you is that you have to come to the realization that the person you were yesterday, the person that you're going to be tomorrow, is not the person you are today. Let me say that again. You have to come to the realization that the person you were yesterday is not the person you are today. Live and love in the present moment. And with this, you can find God, you can find a spiritual being, whatever religion you are. I know every religion wants you to be in the present moment. Can you be in the present moment? Can you fight those thoughts? Can you fight the thought of, man, I just can't think of this. I just, you know, all those thoughts that go in your head. Man, I suck at tests. Man, I can't hit a shot. Man, my managers just put so much on me. Can you live in the present? Can you get past all that? Can you get past it with no judgment? You know, people are just here to tell you stuff, tell you that. But can you pass it on? Can you just let it go and not judge what people are telling you? It's just that's their own life. That's their own journey. And you have to come to the realization that what you did yesterday and what you're going to do tomorrow is not the person you are today. Live and live in the present moment. I'm going to end with this. And whoever you are that is listening on the other end, I am proud of you. And I know exactly what you are going through, such as, you know, finding love, finding love through you know, an elder, finding love through a spouse, finding love through a girlfriend, boyfriend. I know exactly what you are going through, and I'm asking you to just do one more day. And by one more day, you just got to keep at it with consistency. I mean, just look how far you've come in this world that doesn't give any handouts. This world, you know, I'm only 21, 22, and this world doesn't give any handouts whatsoever. So just take the second to look back at all your successes and all your failures. They are what make you you. Your successes and your failures are what make you you. No one you're going to meet is going to have the same failures or the same successes that you have. So I just want you to go out there and live life. But you better do it with passion and don't let this life slip out of your hands. Because just like Ferris Bueller said, you're not going to get another shot at this. Don't let life slip out of your hands. After listening, I hope you go out and spread laughter, joy, and happiness. I hope what you took from, you know, go out there and be a zombie. Go out there and bite someone with love and faith. Go spread that virus and just be a happy soul in a happy world. And who knows, maybe your your life and your meaning, and maybe you find who you are through showing this happiness, this joy. If you made it to the end of this episode, thank you so much for your support. It means a lot to me. I enjoy talking about what our meaning in life is, and I hope you can reflect and find your purpose. Like I said, go out there and be that zombie. Next thing, follow this podcast's Instagram at Zachary's underscore metamorphosis. Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y-S underscore M-3-T-A-M-0-R-P-H-0-S-I-S. And you can follow my TikTok at Z-A-I-R-D-4 underscore. Once again, follow my Instagram at Zachary's underscore metamorphosis where the three... I mean, where the E is a three and the two O's are zeros and my TikTok at Zared4 underscore. This is where I'll be posting little clips of my episodes where you can go find and find shorter videos. Thank you for listening. And remember to always come back to the breath. (laughs) 